Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, geez. Yeah, I, you know, I started in the hemp industry in about 1990. I met a guy named Jack Herrer. He wrote a book called The Emperor Wears No Clothes, the hemp and marijuana conspiracy book. That book changed everything in my life, and it changed, actually, we wouldn't be on the phone today because it was the foundation of the whole hemp marijuana movement, the Emperor Wears No Clothes. I opened one of the first hemp companies in 1991. I sold hemp wallets and T-shirts to Fish, to Dave Matthews. We sold in 2,000 stores across the country. By 1994, I was growing hemp at the USDA Research Center in Imperial Valley, California. You know, I thought hemp would be legal in maybe two, three years from then. Um, I was wrong. Um, I started the HIA, the Hemp Industries Association, in 1992. Um, I, by 95, I co-wrote some legislation about industrial hemp for California and Colorado. And it, it's just been on and on. We've, I've had just the best wife involved in hemp the last, you know, 24 years. And here we are now. It's finally legal. Now tell in us, some states. Well, 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 well tell us about the, uh, the, the explosion here of this. This is, this is fantastic. You know, I've, been, I've had my finger on the pulse for 24 years, and, you know, I've seen a lot of newspaper stories and, and, and um, reports on the news, but it wasn't until Dr. Sanjay Gupta and the CNN special about the little girl who had uh, epilepsy. She took some hemp CBD oil. She was having 100 seizures a day. By taking the hemp CBD oil, she was down to one seizure a day. As Dr. John Ganjay Gupta apologized, saying, I've been misinformed about cannabis, medical marijuana, and hemp my whole life. The government studies I read were incorrect. Now that I've read the science and I've seen what's going on, I'm a 100% supporter. That show changed everything. It's been nonstop since that show. We've got uh, Chris Boucher joining us today here on the broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom Radio Network and uh, 20 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. He joins us live uh, talking about what's the dope on dope, and he's with us today. Now, um, you, you've got some amazing uh, things that you've done here. Tell us a little bit about just this whole thing with cannabis and everything else. Uh, yeah, Canavest is, we're a publicly traded company. We're based in San Diego, California. We specialize in the industrial hemp industry, which is the, the no-high hemp plants, 0.3% THC. We grow about 3,000 acres of hemp in Europe because it's pretty much illegal to grow it here except for research last year. So we import all of our hemp, and we make all these products made from hemp CBD oil, CBD oil like tinctures. We make hemp CBD capsules hemp CBD oils, shampoos, lotions, body care. And it's a whole evolving industry. I mean, last year alone, the United States imported over $580 million worth of hemp products into America. What's the dope on dope? We've got uh, the fantastic Chris Boucher with us today here on the broadcast. Um, Can you explain for us the difference between cannabis, marijuana, and hemp? 
Yeah, you know, I like to break it down pretty easy. If you look at, let's say, hemp, industrial hemp, think of that as a non-alcoholic beer, and then marijuana is the alcoholic beer. One gets you high, one doesn't. Um, there's two main ingredients in cannabis sativa, which is THC, which is a psychoactive ingredient, and CBD, cannabidiol, which is the non-psychoactive ingredient. It actually brings your buzz down. So what happened is the last 40 years, most of your marijuana growers bred the CBD cannabidiol out of marijuana because it didn't get you as high. And it was opposite with industrial hemp. They bred the THC out and increased the CBD. Now we find out this CBD has health benefits beyond what we knew. It's incredible. We've got Chris Boucher joining us today here on the broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio, and he joins us live. Uh, the topic today is what's the dope on dope. Uh, how important was the cannabis plant to man's industrial and cultural development through the centuries? You know, I like to say it was so important that this country wouldn't have been discovered if it wasn't for hemp. Every ship that crossed the ocean from the time of Christopher Columbus to the Mayflower and on and on was powered by hemp canvas sails, hemp ropes, hemp oakum so the ship wouldn't sink. The word canvas in Dutch means cannabis. So you had to have a hemp sail because a cotton sail would not get your ship across the ocean. It would rot and rip within a couple weeks. So this was the fuel of world commerce we've got chris boucher joining us on the program today the topic is what's the dope on dope you've stated that america would uh well they basically could usher in a new era of prosperity by encouraging the peripheration of uh hemp farming why are you so enthusiastic about hemp's potential well we've seen last year according to the spin study United States imported $580 million worth of hemp textiles, hemp protein powder, hemp cereal, you name it. That's a half a billion dollar industry that we imported. None of it you can grow here. So, I mean, if we can convert all this foreign industrial hemp here in America, we can build our company, Canavest. We want to build the factories. We're going to build the seed crushing mills, the fiber mills. So in these rural communities in America where unemployment is in the double digits, we can create jobs with these factories and mills. And it's going to happen. History repeats itself. Christopher Boucher joins us today here on the broadcast. He's currently serving as Vice President of Product Development at Cannabis Corporation in San Diego, California. Uh, Chris, we're going to take a quick time out here with you. When we come back, we're going to chat a little bit more about this uh, because this, this is such a fascinating topic. We're going to take a quick time out. We've got more coming up with Chris Boucher here on World Bank. Broadcast coast to coast, Radio 20 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, and our good friends at TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. We've got Christopher Boucher with us today here on the broadcast. He's uh, the Vice President of Product Development at Cannabis Corporation in San Diego. Um, you, you, you've talked about the, uh, the the whole ushering in uh, new era of prosperity. What impact can hemp and cannabis have on the American economy, Chris? Well, we can 
succeed right away in Colorado. Just in tax revenue, the last quarter generated $90 million. Okay, that's just in the last quarter. Now, we're, we're looking at, you know, multiple states have come online. They're, it's all being taxed. Um, you know, it's just the, re- the reform of prohibition. And when you start to look at the industrial hemp bringing that in, which is actually, I think, going to be the next major agricultural crop we'll see here in America. We haven't seen anything like this in 70 years. I mean, if you look at, uh, you go back to 1937, when they outlawed cannabis, they had uh, Popular Mechanics, that magazine, everybody's heard of that. The front page story of Popular Mechanics in 1937 was the first billion-dollar crop. This was the first time America had a billion-dollar crop in 1937. Can you imagine if we never outlawed it and it was worth a billion dollars back then? What would it be worth today? Christopher Boucher joins us here on the program. Can you tell us about your company, Cannabest, and about some of the uh, nutritional and personal care products containing legal CBD oil that Cannabest distributes? Yeah, we do a whole line of legal hemp CBD products. A lot of people think hemp, and they're like, oh, marijuana. This is hemp. It's industrial hemp. It's legal. It's uh, free in all, it's legal in all 50 states. I mean, we make uh, tinctures, like little sprays with CBD oil you spray in your mouth. We do capsules. Matter of fact, we're giving away free CBD hemp oil samples today. If you call our 855 number, 758-7223, we'll send you free um, hemp CBD oil samples um, with, uh, you know, information, scientific data. Um, we do a whole line of hemp uh, lotions and creams made from CBD. And if you go and listen to the research, world search, yeah, it's amazing what you'll find out what CBD cannabidiol, how healthy it is for your skin, how healthy it is for your body. Um, I mean, this is going to be a huge billion-dollar industry. CBD hemp oil is uh, available. Christopher Boucher is currently serving as the Vice President of Product Development at Cannabis Corporation. He's with us today here on the telephone. What health challenges have clinical researchers been able to uh, positively affect by adding CBD oil to the diet? You know, and I always tell people, you know, you, you can add CBD oil to your diet, but before you do that, look up the endocannabinoid system. The human body has a thing inside of our body called the endocannabinoid system. It regulates your nervous system. It regulates your appetite. It regulates your serotonin coming out of your brain. It regulates your sleep. Um, And I don't know if you've ever heard of the word runner's high. Well, runner's high wasn't discovered until 1991, and that's the endocannabinoid system. Basically, your body produces a chemical called anatomines. The only thing in Mother Nature that mimics the anatomine is CBD and THC, cannabinoids. So your body produces natural cannabinoids called anatomines. You find anatomines in mother's breast milk. So what I'm trying to say is this is a foundational receptor system that's in the human body. And it's so important that I believe in a couple years you'll go to your doctor and they'll check you for your cholesterol level, they'll check you for your blood pressure, and they'll check your endocannabinoid system to see if you have sufficient phytocannabinoids. So this is something that we're born with, and we need to learn more. And that's what's happening. People are really discovering the truth and the health benefits of hemp CBD oil and hemp and cannabis. It's amazing what's happening. 
We've got Christopher Boucher joining us here on the program, coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom Radio Network, and also 20 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, and our good friends at TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Radio Loyalty. Uh, Christopher Boucher with us today. Um, cannabis hemp was a legal tender as in money in most of the Americas from 1631 until the 1800s. What happened there, my friend? What? what why? Why was it? ceasing to become a legal well, tender. It was so important that you have to imagine, um, like you know, like I said, every ship that crossed the ocean had hemp sails, canvas sails. The word canvas means cannabis. So you had to grow hemp in order to have any kind of commerce to sell American goods. We needed to get products across the ocean, down rivers. I mean, it was incredible. And then in the 1920s and 1930s, there was a campaign to demonize hemp they lumped it with the word marijuana. And remember, this is, this is in the 1920s. You have William Randolph Hearst. He owned practically every newspaper in the country. And he started putting front-page headlines, you know, marijuana, you know, minority man smokes marijuana and murders white family. And you also have to know a guy named Harry Aslinger. He was the head of the Narcotics Bureau in America for like 50 or 60 years. And this guy, he was a renowned racist. And I believe, and you can just look it up during the marijuana tax hearings with congressional testimony, what this guy was saying, that he called jazz was Satan's music, and it was done by smoking marijuana. And at one point, he was going to arrest 1,800 jazz musicians from uh, Duke Ellington to Cab Calloway, he wanted them all in prison because he saw that marijuana and jazz was the downfall of America and it would change society. Marijuana and jazz. That's awesome. Reefer Madness. You know, I mean, this played over <laughs> and over. Awesome. It is uh, Christopher Boucher joining us here on the program. Uh, Cannabis was the first company to grow hemp in the United States in 64 years. Tell us about that journey. Yeah, we were real fortunate. Um, I've been working in the hemp industry for, you know, 25 years, and in Kentucky, we had some contacts there. They legalized industrial hemp for research, so the Kentucky Department of Agriculture asked us to do donate some seeds. We donated seeds to Murray State University in southern Kentucky, and Murray State University were able to get these seeds in the ground before anyone else because the DEA had been seizing hemp seeds because the DEA still classifies hemp as a controlled substance. They don't care if you can make protein powder or rope or, you know, textiles or clothing. Um, they want you to grow it in another country. They don't want you to grow it here, which is changing now. But we were really fortunate to work with Murray State University. Uh, we also donated seeds to the uh, Growing Warriors Project. They're an offshoot of uh, Wounded Warriors, teaching guys coming back from the war, how to get involved in agriculture. And these guys actually grew hemp, and they made it, they're made they making American flags out of hemp. I mean, can you believe that Betsy Ross's flag was made out of hemp? We used to salute to a hemp flag made in America. Now we salute to a nylon flag made in China. Something's wrong here. We've got Christopher Boucher joining us here on the program. You could pay your taxes with cannabis hemp throughout America for over 200 years. Tell us about that. Yeah, and that was a program they put in because we needed America to survive. We, we grew a lot of crops and we made a lot of products here, but we had to sell it to other countries, too. We shipped back and forth across the ocean. 
sort of order to propel our economy on a world economic basis to, you know, England and France, we had to grow hemp so we could power the ships. And not only that, it was the nuclear fuel of our Navy. The USS Constitution, it's still sitting in Boston Harbor now, has over 60 ton hemp sails and hemp ropes and hemp oakum on it. So it, the Navy needed it, the Army. I mean, it was so important. It was critical to the, I think, success of this country. We've and this is not me. You can look this up and do your own research. What happened was they stripped all this information out of our textbooks. They don't teach kids, hey, you know, the pilgrims, all their clothes and their ship was made out of hemp, all their sails. Christopher Columbus had, you know, hemp sails. They don't teach you this, you know. So we need to put this back in the history books and stop lying to the American people. And I think once the truth comes out, you know, we can move forward and really get this thing going. We've got Christopher Boucher joining us here on the program. You could be jailed in America for not growing cannabis during the periods of shortage. Tell me about this. Uh, people that own certain land, I know they find them or came after them because they really needed the hemp rope and the hemp sails when we were fighting the British in the, eight, the War of 1812. Um, I mean, we could go on and on. There was just a whole series of um, events that took place that we needed to get, you know, this was the fuel of the Navy. They needed ships to have hemp sails and hemp ropes. And like I said, hemp oakum. A lot of people don't realize oakum is the hemp fiber that's lined inside the ship so the ship doesn't sink. I mean, how important is a crop commodity like that, you know? So we needed to get people to grow it, you know, and they own land so they basically could pay their taxes with it or they get fined if they didn't. We've got Christopher Boucher joining us here on the program, coast to coast and border to border. Um, tell us a little bit more about this, uh, how, how people can get the free samples and everything else. Yeah, if you call um, our, our toll-free number, we're going to give you some free complimentary samples. That means, uh, you know, no chargings for shipping, no, you know, auto ship, no nothing. You get it for free. Just call this number right now, 855-758-7223. That's 855-758-7223. Two, three, and just tell them, you know, you listen to your show, and uh, we'll, we'll get you out a free sample and free information. And, or go to the website, cannavest.com, and you can order stuff there. But I really don't want to sell anything. I want to give stuff away today. I want people to try it out and really discover it for themselves and do their research. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you, Chris. I appreciate you making time for us today, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being on the program today. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here, Jiggy. Definitely. Appreciate it, man. Christopher Boucher with us today here on the program. We're going to take a uh, brief. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.